Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This morning's special delivery, the new weapon in our COVID fight. Testing now underway on 300,000 AstraZeneca doses which have arrived in Australia. Sexual assault claims intensify. A federal Labor MP now accused of rape. Extreme weather event, North Queensland braces for heavy rain and strong winds with a tropical cyclone expected to form off the coast. And the 2021 Golden Globes, the Aussies leading the charge at today's virtual ceremony. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Australia is armed with its newest medical weapon in the fight against COVID-19. Hundreds of thousands of AstraZeneca vaccines have been flown in under incredibly tight security. Doses will undergo quality control testing at a secret location before they're rolled out in the coming weeks alongside the Pfizer shot. Another important milestone uh, in one shipment. Uh, we have more than doubled the total amount of vaccines that have arrived in Australia. It comes as the federal government ramps up the war on anti-vaxxers, setting up a myth-busting unit to tackle conspiracy theories about the jab. Queensland has launched a new COVID contact tracing app. Contact details are automatically registered when users scan the government QR code at hospitality venues. Check-in movements will be stored for up to eight weeks on an online database. This is going to make contact tracing far quicker and easier uh, for Queensland Health. Health authorities insist contact details will be stored securely in Queensland and only accessed in the event of an outbreak. Another sexual assault allegation has rocked Parliament, with a federal Labor MP now in the spotlight. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Good morning, Olivia. The matter has been referred to federal police. Good morning, Jodie. Yes, these allegations were detailed in an email sent to Liberal Senator Sarah Henderson yesterday afternoon by a woman who alleges that in 1986 that she was raped by a man who's now a federal Labor frontbencher who has not been named. She says, Sarah Henderson says she's acted on the most recent advice from the AFP commissioner in the wake of the Brittany Higgins rape allegations and immediately forwarded the email to the AFP. She says, I followed the procedures set out 
out by Commissioner Kershaw, I make this statement in the interest of full transparency. This email comes after reports on Friday about another alleged historical rape allegation against someone who is now a federal cabinet minister, allegations dating back to 1988, detailed in an anonymous letter sent to the Prime Minister. So now an issue that's put both sides of politics under the spotlight. But today we expect Scott Morrison's focus to turn to aged care, with the government expected to hand down its in interim response to the Royal Commission's report. Jody. Okay, Olivia, thank you. The suspension of the travel bubble with New Zealand will be extended indefinitely after an unknown COVID case sparked a week-long lockdown in Auckland. New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern confirmed a 21-year-old man tested positive to the more infectious UK strain. Australian health officials say the new case is concerning but will review travel restrictions over the coming week. Police are expanding their search across the New South Wales south coast in a bid to find missing millionaire and Sydney fraudster Melissa Caddick. Beachgoers reported bones in the sand at one beach near Marimbula on Saturday. They've been taken away for testing to confirm if they are human remains. It's been a week since her decomposed foot and sneaker were found by campers near Tarthra. On Friday night, more body parts washed up at Mollymook. Police believe they could belong to a missing scuba diver and are waiting on DNA results to establish any link. North Queensland is bracing for torrential rain and gale force winds, with a tropical cyclone likely to form off the coast tomorrow. The tropical low is currently sitting 270 kilometres east of Cairns and is already producing heavy rainfall in some areas. Wind gusts of more than 100 kilometres an hour are expected between Cape Flattery and Lucinda, including in Cairns and Innisfail tomorrow morning. Flood watches are in place from Mission Beach to Rollingstone. The stars of film and television are gearing up for a very different Golden Globe Awards this morning. Due to COVID restrictions, the awards are being held virtually, with nominees zooming in from locations around the world. Nicole Kidman and Kate Blanchett are, are the leading Aussie nominees. The Trial of the Chicago 7, the Borat sequel and The Crown are expected to be this year's big winners. Comedians Tina Fey and Amy Poehler will host the Globes for the fourth time, but from separate locations. A man has died in a head-on crash northwest of Sydney. Two cars collided on the remote Putty Road around an hour north of Windsor yesterday afternoon. The sole occupant of the blue car was killed. Three occupants of the other vehicle were taken to John Hunter Hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. A report will be prepared for the coroner. Two mates who went swimming on a mattress have been rescued after becoming lost at sea off Western Australia. We just thought it was going to be like a 30 minute thing and we're out there for three and a half, four hours. A jet skier saved them just as they started running out of phone battery and beer. A stunning discovery has been made in the ruins just outside of Pompeii in Italy. A chariot used for festivities and parades almost 2,000 years ago has been unearthed during excavations and it's almost perfectly preserved. Delicately uncovering history. Finely decorated and almost intact, a ceremonial chariot an extraordinary find, miraculously spared of damage during the eruption of Vesuvius in 79 AD. 
Pompeii continues to amaze with its discoveries and will continue to do so for many years to come with its 20 hectares to be excavated. The large four-wheeled cart was found just beyond the walls of the ancient city of Pompeii, parked in front of a stable where remains of three harnessed horses were found in 2018. A team of archaeologists dug six metres to fully uncover it. A fragile and complex operation that managed to preserve its bench and impressions of ropes and cords. And at the same time, carry out research, training and studies. This discovery was one of several made after an investigation into an illegal dig. The chariot grazed but not damaged by thieves who built tunnels to the site, managing to remain unseen for nearly 2,000 years. Georgia Holland... 7 News. Most Aussies won't be travelling there anytime soon, but those who love London now have the chance to own a piece of the city. Westminster Council is replacing its street signs, which means almost 300 well-known names are being auctioned off. Whether it's from memory or a monopoly board, the streets of Westminster are instantly recognisable, albeit with fewer people these days. I've really missed seeing London going around, seeing the, the sights, the sounds, the smells of London. This could be a chance to reconnect. 275 authentic street signs are up for sale. Most used, some for various reasons, are brand new. One of them in particular, Duchess Street. I don't know if you can realise why. The reason that that hasn't been up is because it was misspelt. So that's nice and clean. I didn't even realise. I was thinking, oh, that's lovely. From a road of antique dealers, a luxury hotel site and the most famous recording studio in the world. It's not the one that was hanging in the 60s, but still has an estimated price tag of around 8,000 Aussie dollars. Do you think it will be someone from, from the music industry or someone with an interest? Yeah, definitely, definitely. It has to be. It has to be a, a DJ. It has to be um, a, a big name in the music industry. Over the years, these streets have been home to historic moments and cultural milestones. The ongoing pandemic, yet another chapter. Londoners never thought they'd see these places so quiet. We are very much missing people. We're missing people coming to work. We're missing people that commute in. We're missing our tourists. Australians are always welcome in Westminster. But for now, owning a little piece of the city could be the next best thing. The online auction closes on Wednesday. In London, Sarah Greenolch, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones plummeted, closing 1.5% lower, while the Nasdaq rose. In London, the FTSE wiped off 2.5%. Germany's DAX closed lower as well. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,728 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 61 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 77 US cents, 82 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. The booming buy-now-pay-later industry will now face strict new rules with an Australia-wide code of conduct coming into force today. Operators like Afterpay and Zip must now do credit checks for purchases of more than $2,000. Children can't make purchases. Customers will have to be over 18 and there will be ID checks. Accounts will be frozen if payments are late and late fees will be capped. It will be monitored by an independent watchdog with powers to penalise providers and to force changes. 
At least 18 people were killed in Myanmar when security forces confronted anti-coup protesters at rallies across the country. Dozens more were wounded in the violent crackdown against demonstrators calling for Aung San Suu Kyi's release and the restoration of civilian rule. Police used stun grenades, tear gas and in some cases fired live rounds to try to break up the crowds. Two astronauts living aboard the International Space Station have ventured outside for a spacewalk. The mini-mission is in preparation for upcoming solar power upgrades. Astronauts Kate Rubens and Victor Glover Jr. will spend about six and a half hours assembling and installing modification kits. It's the third spacewalk for both astronauts. Former US President Donald Trump will be back in the spotlight today when he makes his first major speech since leaving office. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Good morning, Ash. What can we expect from Donald Trump? Good morning, Jody. Well, Donald Trump will step on stage in the next couple of hours to proclaim that the political movement he started is far from over. He'll also be going on the attack when it comes to Joe Biden in what is a very unconventional speech. Most presidents, after leaving office, will lay low. They certainly won't be attacking uh, their successors. But uh, this address by Donald Trump today at the Conservative Political Action Conference, known as CPAC, indicates the grip that he still has over the party and what has been a very pro-Trump mood in Florida this week. Let me tell you this right now, Donald J. Trump ain't going anywhere. How's it going, CPAC? Or I heard someone earlier phrase it a little bit better, TPAC. All of this coming after Donald Trump's acquittal, uh, accused of inciting that insurrection at the Capitol, a trial that saw some members of his own party vote against him. This uh, conference and this speech will certainly be testing the temperature for a 2024 run. Jody. Sounds like it. OK, thanks, Ash. Prince Philip is now spending a second week in a London hospital in what has become his longest ever stay. The 99-year-old is expected to remain there for another few days before returning to Windsor Castle. He's being treated for an infection after being admitted to hospital on the advice of his doctor. Channel 7's legendary sports broadcaster Bruce McAvaney has announced he's stepping away from AFL commentary after calling more than a thousand matches, including 20 grand finals during his career. McAvaney says a desire to reduce his workload was largely behind the move. I'm going to have to move on and just be a fan like everybody else. McAvaney announced the decision less than three weeks out from the first round of the AFL season. In sport, Shane Van Gisbergen picked up where he left off in Bathurst, claiming a clean sweep of the season opener and his third straight win on the mountain. Cam Waters started perfectly, beating the Kiwi off the line. Van Gisbergen stealing the lead on the 16th lap. Van Gisbergen had a clear run for the final 24 laps, finishing six seconds ahead of Cam Waters. Chaz Moster not far behind in third. Fans have been barred from Australia's next two T20 games with New Zealand due to the country's increased coronavirus restrictions. Wellington will now host back-to-back -back games after Friday's fourth T20 at Auckland's Eden Park was moved due to the city's lockdown. In the Sheffield Shield, the Blues drew with Victoria at Bankstown Oval. Former Test batsman Peter Hanscom hit an unbeaten 124 for the Vicks. 
The West Tigers have sent a clear message to the league with a 52-18 thumping of Manly. Former Panther Dane Laurie has started brightly at West Tigers, scoring a double in their trial against an understrength Manly. The Tigers scoring nine tries in the end, while Sea Eagles rookie Cade Cust left the field early with a left arm injury. The West Coast Eagles have secured their first win of the AFLW season, beating the Gold Coast Suns in a one-point thriller. Michaela Bowen starred in just her 10th game. The 19-year-old finished with 21 disposals and a match-winning goal. Elsewhere, Collingwood beat Melbourne to move to the top of the ladder, while the Adelaide Crows thrashed St Kilda by 53 points. MacArthur FC have picked up their first ever win over Sydney FC. Spanish star Markel Suceta dribbled his way through the Sky Blues defence to set up Matt Derbyshire for the Bulls opener. Sydney were reduced to 10 men just before the break after Paolo Retre was red carded for a high tackle. Both sides had golden chances to score but couldn't take advantage. The 1-0 win moves MacArthur back up to second on the ladder. Alexi Popperin has joined a list of Australian greats claiming his first ATP Cup title in Singapore. The Aussie was unstoppable as he stormed to victory over Alexander Bublik in three sets. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough across the northern tropics is causing areas of rain and storms heaviest in northeast Queensland near a tropical low. Other troughs are generating showers and storms over parts of Queensland, northern New South Wales, South Australia and eastern WA. A high is keeping elsewhere mostly dry and settled. Around the capitals now, partly cloudy heading for 33 degrees in Brisbane today, mostly sunny 33 also in Sydney, Canberra sunny and 30, 21 with a possible shower in Melbourne, partly cloudy and 26 in Adelaide, Hobart showers increasing heading for 21 degrees, Perth showers and a possible storm heading for 25 and partly cloudy 32 the top in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Monday the 1st of March.